You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Nerf Herders. You sure you want to go with that? Hey, everyone? There we go. More inviting. Have you ever had a movie that you really wanted to love, but something holds you back? Or one that you did love in spite of a flaw? Well, I'm Kate Aker. And I'm Sam Alisea. And on another pass, we sit down with cool guests to look at movies that we find fascinating. But flawed. And we try to imagine what could have been done when they were made to give them that little push. We're not experts. We just believe in criticism. Uh, constructive criticism. Sure. So come take another pass at some movies with us. And every now and then, we can celebrate movies that did it on their own, too. You can find us at CertainPOV.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Pass it on. Let's take that journey into mystery once again as we get to talk about 2003's Daredevil, starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. I know the two of you are super excited. So excited. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say mean things about it on Twitter. <laughs> Well, you, uh, I was going to say, you know who kind of did, Ian? <laughs> Our guest tonight, we're welcoming back Jessica from the Love of Pages podcast and history, uh, United States History of Women. Wait. Hist- United States of Women. United States of Women, a history podcast. See, I recovered. <laughs> and State, the Geeks United Watch. United States of Women, the history is cool. And VHS Gems. Jessica does more on this network than I do now. It's it's insane. Really? I do? Because I was trying to, like, last time I tallied, I was like, no, he's still doing a little bit more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying this before we actually started. Mitch, I'm happy if she's doing more on the network than you are at this point. You've worked so hard for so long. You don't drink water when you need to. <laughs> You don't sleep when you need to. You're like, no, nah, I need to have a mic shoved in my face 24-7. Why is uh So you've earned it. I and mean, then I, I, I drag you back in. I feel like, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well monetize it and just <laughs> get other people to listen and watch. <laughs> I mean, full send it, right? <laughs> Why do you think I stream when I play video games? There, hey, you're going to be playing video games anyways, right? Right. Let's we'll make a little bit. <laughs> Jessica, it's great to have you back. Thank you for thank you for coming by. Make oh, a room in that busy schedule me. of yours. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> I mean, I do feel a little bit bad because the last time we had her on, it was Doctor Strange, and that was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, at least it was like really bad. This was like bad in a not good way. Like Doctor Strange was bad in a good way. <laughs> We made her happy about the 1978 Doctor Strange movie. Oh my goodness! I don't know how I feel about that. That makes me that that makes me feel some sort of way. So I also told Mitch before we started, before you actually got here, Jessica, if I had to sit through another made-for-TV movie, 
I was going to strongly consider homicide. <laughs> another another backdoor pilot that they used the Hulk to meet somebody. This Scooby Doo ass script writing. Like I was mm-hmm. just done. I was done. But I'm glad that we're into the era of Marvel movies that we're into now, because at least when they're bad. They're campy and kind of just ridiculous as opposed to just being bad. (laughs) To me, that's worse. Because there's no excuse now. Like, past 1990, there's no excuse. (laughs) The only one I'll say is we need to bring back Thor from when Thor met Hulk. Because I loved that man. In the yeah, in the Thor or the Hulk made for TV movie where Thor shows up, yes. Ian was very happy with that golden retriever it was, man. It was he was just a big buff Scandinavian golden retriever, and it was fantastic. <laughs> but before we get into 2003's Daredevil, we're going to talk a little bit about MCU news, and uh, we are not going to talk about the new first episode of the Loki TV series on Disney plus because we're recording this the day it came out and we haven't watched it. And we're going to make sure that we don't spoil it for anybody else who hasn't watched it yet. So you don't have to worry about those, but we will be talking about Loki because that is what is in the news before we get into Loki. We have some set photos from the she Hulk TV series that is also being filmed right now for Disney plus. Uh, really, the only thing you get to see is Mark Ruffalo in motion capture. So we know that he is returning as the the big green Hulk. I assume it's going to be Smart Hulk. What do you two think? That makes sense. Yeah. Any any? Would you expect any changes? Would you want any changes? Would you want? Would you want him to regress? No, because I don't think there's a great reason for him to regress. Um, Although he was kind of close to Iron Man, like, I don't know if that would make him regress. Oh, d- depressed I banner goes like, from I smart Hulk to dumb Hulk again. I, I don't, and I don't like a depressed <laughs> banner. So, like. No. Why would you put that on that lovable man? Yeah. I mean, he's he's angry all the time, right? So maybe adding depression to anger is not a good thing. No. Oh, God. Garrett just said in chat, needs CGI Bill Bixby for She-Hulk. What? He wants the original Bruce Banner to show up and be She-Hulk or be in She-Hulk? I think it'd be great if he was She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that'd be so dumb and completely like a, a gross misuse of budget for that for the show. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> no, he says just in it, just, just like it. Just, just toss him in there. I'd be if you wanted to do that. Take a, a a quick snippet from one of the eighteen hundred movies that he made as the Hulk, and just like put him in the background somewhere, like turning around and looking real quick or something. Like, there I you mean, go. I could definitely see him being in there if like the, his estate has uh, allowed for something like that. 
Like mm-hmm. he could be Bruce Banner's father or even uh, Jennifer Walters' father, like kind of thing. Yeah. So it could be another version of Hulk too, because I don't know Hulk that well, but I did watch the Hulk animated series from '94, and I remember there's like several different Hulk-like creatures on it. I mean, there's She-Hulk, and then there was another one. One of the kids becomes a Hulk, too. He was gray in tone, I think. I don't know. It was all a blur. It was a lot to take in watching. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch this recently before or after the X-Men animated series? I watched it after the X-Men animated series. Okay. Nothing else matters post-X-Men animated series. It was the peak of 90s animation. Um but I also haven't watched it in a while. As as <laughs> Jessica went through and watched that uh, on our Geeks Watch every week, she talked about how it's not played in order and none of the stuff makes sense. <laughs> yeah, X-Men was horribly out of order. Or just they're fighting three mega villains at the same time jumping order, too. So I'm like, who's a villain in this one? Oh, okay, we're in Days of Future Past. Oh, we're in galactic whatever his name is like just so many different <laughs> things and i'm like what season is this and though i think um disney plus fixed it though because oh, i okay. keep on losing a show i think that was why i was losing shows sometimes they would just disappear while i was mid watching them and they'd come back with actual seasons so i think they might have fixed the order i'm not for sure though that would be handy yeah malfoy hold on i gotta talk to my chat here real quick gotta put him in line um i said peak of 90s animation with uh and i dropped the fact that it was marvel because this is a marvel podcast sir check check your your companies at the door (laughs) because batman the animated series and batman beyond are just there's no arguing they're they're the best of the animated shows so like we get it all right do you get it I don't know. I was I was unnecessarily catty. I'm sorry. I just I, I miss Malfoy, and I had to I had to give him some attitude somewhere. Anyway, uh, the the set photos show you that uh, the filming name of the of the series is Clover. Uh, I don't know. I guess Green. That's probably that probably that has to be it. Yeah, Green Clover, yeah. Green Hulk. Um, and then we also have an actress by the name of Anise Almonte, who is, uh, as some character on the show, I don't know who, Hmm. but are you excited about that series as much as you are about the ones that have already come out in Loki? I don't know much about She-Hulk in general. So I'm about as excited as I can be having no knowledge of the character. (laughs) Unless you can promise me it's going to be a courtroom drama. In which case, if it's a courtroom drama, I am all the way here for it. (laughs) Jessica? That would be fun. Um, So I only know (laughs) She-Hulk from that animated show. And I absolutely loved her to death in it she was like the best thing about watching that show just the fact that she became she hulk and she felt like it made her a better person and she was just like i'm mean green like boys (laughs) love me just like just why would i want to be normal and bruce banner's all like the hulk sucks he's a horrible angry monster and she's just like this is great (laughs) she is and then she's a lawyer like that's awesome too she has a really cool 
job. She's just a big. It's nice to see yet another Marvel strong female heroine. She is definitely the opposite yeah. of Bruce Banner the Hulk, like how she approaches her mm-hmm. newfound life. Uh, one of the things that is bad about She-Hulk, and that's only because the creators at the time at Marvel were terrible white dudes. Uh, as soon as she became the She-Hulk, it wasn't enough that she was a lawyer. She also had to be a supermodel. Supermodel. Yeah, I, I saw that <laughs> where she became a supermodel. I'm like, well... Which I don't, like, hate that, though, because I also... Like, I, I'm i one of those people that I think a princess can also be a warrior kind of thing. Like, I like when super badass warriors are also very feminine. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's realistic. I don't think you need oh, yeah. to choose between the two. So... I didn't like hate it, hate it, but I was like, and then like later on, she does do a case in the show too. And I'm like, yeah, she actually is still a lawyer. <laughs> uh, but I mean, isn't that just male fantasy right there of just being a lawyer is not enough. We're going to have to put you in a bikini and make you a supermodel too. Like, come on. Yeah. You're going to have to defend this case while modeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, being a lawyer isn't just trying enough that you have to also do a supermodel career get, get it it's not trying enough as a lawyer <laughs> hey, i mean i kind of uh, like meant it but didn't mean to do that like i don't know <laughs> uh, so i would love it if this was a way to sneak in the netflix daredevil into this because mm. it's if she's a lawyer he's a lawyer Mm-hmm. Congratulations! They're both in the same room at the same time. Confirms his existence. <laughs> Next thing you know, boom! Daredevil season four. Here we go. Mm. So the rumors are that he, Charlie Cox repri- reprises his role as Daredevil in Spider-Man: No Way Home. So we'll see if that happens. He might end up showing up in She-Hulk. Um, Please. <laughs> One of the great things about She-Hulk in the comic books is that she was one of the few characters before uh, Deadpool to also kind of know that she was in a comic book. She used to break the fourth wall. One of her... uh, Oh, looks like we... Oh, there she's back. (laughs) Uh, She used to... Like, one of her famous covers is like, if you don't buy this comic book, I'm going to shoot this puppy. Like, kind of thing. (laughs) So... Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, she, she was there to break the fourth wall. I kind of hope they do that kind of thing in the show. Like Tatiana Maslany should look at the camera and be like, do you really believe this? I can't like kind of thing. Hi, you may be wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) See my cousin, he's the incredible Hulk. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love fourth wall breaks. It's why I love the Muppets so much. So <laughs> good call. Good call. So I, you bring up the Muppets um, <laughs> for a, a hot minute. I have wanted Muppets Endgame. Oh, just, like their version of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want Mar- I want Muppets Infinity War and Muppets Endgame full send. Uh, <laughs> Instead of like dusting away, it's just poof, and it's like the inside of it's just like teddy bear. It's like the fluff. It's just like (laughs) that'd be great. (laughs) Gonzo as Ant Man. There we go. Who's Fozzie Bear? (laughs) What? Uh Who's Fozzie Bear become? Uh, Oh, 
That's a, chat. Chime in on this. <laughs> like cast cast Muppets Avengers for us right now, please. Yeah. I feel like Fozzie Bear is Black Panther, but I'm not sure. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. just said he's Thor. He's Thor? Okay, I, I get it. I was leaning Thor or um, Star-Lord. <laughs> Star-Lord would be good, actually. Holy crap. Um, make, oh, I'm so bad at their names. It's been so long. I'm Googling. Hold on before I say something stupid. I mean, Sam the Eagle has to be Captain America, right? Like, that's just where yes. that goes. Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's exactly who I was thinking of. Uh, Scooter... A scientist, so Hank Pym. I feel like Scooter. I feel like he'd be a good banner, actually. Oh, that's a great idea! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's here's the question of questions, though. Who's the Swedish chef? (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Drax. Yes. There you go. Drax. <laughs> well, wait, wouldn't wouldn't Swedish Chef be uh, Groot? Be like Groot? Yeah, you just Groot. you can't yeah, understand Groot. either one of them. <laughs> yeah, Kermit has to be Cap. Um, <laughs> I thought Sam Eagle was going to be Cap. Because uh, I mean, we can't have we can't have Kermit be an Iron Man. Why not? Because he's not reactionary enough. Okay. Okay. Actually, no, no. Hold on. Kermit is Iron Man because Miss Piggy is Pepper Potts. I mean, Miss no, Piggy doesn't get Ms. to be Piggy Black Widow. Miss Piggy would have to be Black Widow or Scarlet <laughs> Witch because she has to be like the most powerful. She has to be a, a main uh, character. <laughs> uh, she could be Captain Marvel. No. There you go. Actually, no, wait. Captain Marvel. Miss Piggy is Iron Man, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man. That's true. The most. That's the truth. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Who's Thanos? I don't know who the bad guys are at Muppets, so... (laughs) Mr. Dr. Teeth? Isn't that the name of the band guy? The the leader of the band? Yeah, because he leads the band and he has all the other dudes, so they're all the... (laughs) That's the Obsidian Black and the the Midnight or whatever their their names were? Oh, man. There you go. No, Magic Bollocks. The blue condor guy is Captain America. <laughs> the blue condor guy. <laughs> That's what they said in chat. The blue condor guy. So I'm just relating. <laughs> Sam Eagle. Sam yeah. Eagle. No, but now, but now Garrett is saying that Sam that Sam Eagle has to be Thanos, which I'm kind of on board. Honestly, for. yes, he really would be. Because he really is just solely about his country. <laughs> just. There's there's a show in Disney World that's Muppets, led by Sam Eagle, and the song is literally like great moments in history, but only the American parts. <laughs> that's Sam Eagle. Sam Eagle would be the one to be like, no, half you people gone. So I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there this is a better conversation than what we could have about 2003 daredevil um, <laughs> if uh if you want to hear more of this conversation feel free to go on over to the patreon and demand it uh yeah please we'll do a whole overtime i'm just casting muppets in, into avengers movies avengers. 
<laughs> I'm all for it, it right now. Actually, uh, I feel like Gonzo is the one that should be Star Lord, just because like he doesn't know his past, yeah. and and Star Lord doesn't know his past. Yeah. Does does that yeah. mean that uh, Rocket would be? I can think of his name the the rat that hangs out with Gonzo. Yes, Rizzo. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm all yeah. for that. Yeah. Okay, who's the Who's the one human? And why is it Tom Cruise? It, no. <laughs> I was honestly going to say Chris Evans should just be Captain America again as the one human. <laughs> Acting against everybody else. I pay so much money to see that. <laughs> there you go, Marvel. There's your, there's your next idea. Or Disney, there's your next idea. You own both properties. Uh-huh. I'm laughing too hard. I can't think of the name. Hold on. <laughs> this is this would be the part where Ian would take uh, Disney to the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't put anybody from the Avengers in it. It's Michael Sarah. No, no. No. <laughs> Michael Sarah. <laughs> But Michael Sarah just comes in and, and plays himself. He doesn't get to play any other character. He's just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And it's just been too awkward now for me to do anything else. It's it's very much so like Brendan Fraser, uh, Brendan Fraser and like Looney Tunes Strike Back where he's just himself. Uh-huh. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey. Mitch is exactly right. Disney, come here. Give it Disney. 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 I, I, you guys, go, feel free to talk amongst yourselves real quick. This is a private conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Disney, <clears throat> for really, you need to do this. Like, what? What the hell are you thinking? If if I have to give you one more good idea and you don't implement it, I, 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 I swear on everything that your money could buy. <laughs> That's a lot. All right. So, like, come on, man. Come on. Damn right. Uh, <clears throat> Garrett, animal is crossbones. 100%. Uh, <laughs> I mean, or, that's only because they haven't introduced the X-Men yet. Like, otherwise, he'd be Wolverine, right? Or <laughs> he'd be Drax. Or he'd be Drax. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on to some other <laughs> news. Uh, Kevin Feige, during a pre- press conference for Loki, talked about the fact that, I don't know if you two remember this, but in the days of DVDs and Blu-rays when these movies came out, uh, they used to have shorts, like little Marvel shorts. They were called one-shots on the DVDs. Uh, it's where we got like item 19 and... Uh, I don't remember what some of the other ones are anymore. But yeah, we had little shorts that came on there. And at one point, we were going to have a Loki short where Loki uh, was the manager of a Studio 54-like nightclub. And that got scrapped. Now, I don't know if this is for sure or not, but if you've seen the TV show Lucifer, uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. The devil is, you know, owns a nightclub and runs it and helps helps cops uh, um, solve crimes. But I don't think the, the solving crimes part was going to happen. But it's kind of similar, so I'm guessing that's why that didn't happen. I want 
you said helping solve crimes. I want a CSI style show revolving around Loki. <laughs> and he just That's all I have to say on that. He's just like, oh no. That that uh part is from a, a 1964 Corvette. I know that. I know that. I just uh, how do you know that? Uh, I like cars. Because <laughs> then he just changes the part to that. <laughs> would you the two of you have wanted to watch this short if it came out i mean obviously i'm guessing you would have watched it but would you have wanted to watch it <laughs> does it sound interesting to you at all do you think that we're gonna see a scene where yeah. he, he's the he's runner of a nightclub uh, a manager of a nightclub in the new loki tv show well it's being talked about so probably <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah I would assume that because uh, that Kevin Feige brought it up that it wouldn't be something that shows up because he wouldn't want to give anything away, but it's possible. Oh, they like to throw Easter eggs or foreshadowing every once in a while. This is true. Yeah. I I want this to exist just because <clears throat> I want him in like, I just want to see Loki like acting all cool and all in like a, a fresh white suit just like a dapper white suit just like no no it's fine act up again and you're gone like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just performing the john travolta staying alive dance like right in the middle of the floor in that white suit i'm all for it oh yeah. but now it would be even better if it was an outdoor nightclub oh why Moving past that. Never okay, mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm upset. Upset. Uh, uh, I'm upset. I'm. Up I thought that joke was gonna kill, but apparently it did not. It went. It went <clears throat> over my head. No, yeah, it's uh, because I now I can't think of the name of the movie. That's why I'm acting indignant. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's um. Will Ferrell, and I'm trying to think of the other actor. Uh, Blades of Glory? Blades no, of Glory? Blades of Glory is fantastic, Blades though. Of Glory is great. Chat, help yeah. me out. Um, how Stella got her groove back. It's not that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never ask chat for anything. They're going to give you the wrong answer. Um, <laughs> it's not Owen Will Smith, okay? It's not Owen Will Smith. Uh you guys suck. Um, keep going. It'll come to me. Just Will, keep keep going. Will Ferrell and... Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's on so many movies. Old school. Um, Old school. Stranger Than Fiction. Stranger Night at the Roxbury. Ah, oh. oh, because the outside looks like the inside. Because the outdoor the looks like the outside. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, Chad, you guys suck tonight. We got there at? at the Roxbury. <laughs> I had to Google it. I I just I I legitimately Googled Will Smith owns a nightclub, and it's like you mean not at the Roxbury. <laughs> uh. You mean Will Ferrell? <laughs> it was Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan. <laughs> oh, Chris Kattan. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That was more fun than the joke, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next, 
story about Loki. Uh, Michael Waldron is the head writer of Loki. And in an interview with Vanity Fair, he came out and said, I was very... I was always very acutely aware of the fact that there is a week between each of our episodes and these fans are going to do exactly what I do, which is pick this apart. We wanted to create a time travel logic that was so airtight it could sustain over six hours. There's some time travel sci-fi concepts here that I'm eager for my Rick and Morty colleagues to see. Uh, So... Uh, it's supposedly going to be, it's going to handle time travel different than what we saw in Endgame. Now, there are many people who have been online and picked apart uh, the time travel aspects of Endgame and what the ramifications of their actions in that could be. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about the time travel in this? Uh, will, is there anything in particular that you think that they could do that would really upset you. If you take if you take all the other time travel things that you've watched in your lifetime. Yeah. I, I, don't I know. want them I want them to Futurama this so bad and let Lo, and let Loki be his own grandfather. <laughs> forgot that one i love yes. the fact that you you because you, you call that the the super uh, the futurama thing because futurama stole that from time rider yeah but like that's where i could get the reference quickly because i've just been a train wreck tonight on my uh, references that's fair and honestly every, most people are going to recognize that as futurama and not time rider because almost nobody has seen time rider <laughs> jessica has <laughs> I'll put it on the list. Okay. No, that's not a gem. That's not a gem at oh, all. Do not watch not. that. <laughs> that is a bad movie. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I don't... I've read so many time travel novels, so the idea to make a time travel show that people can't pick apart easily is kind of unbelievable to me. So I'm curious what theory they use. It's the only one I could think that they could use is time travel is actually interdimensional travel as opposed to traditional time travel. But Every time you time travel, you create a new timeline kind of thing? Yeah, that's the only one that makes, to me, makes the most logical sense. But So here's my thought <clears throat> on how time works in general. All right. So I think... That there's just like an infinite number of timelines. Think of them stacked on top of each other, right? Just and we are our like we ourselves live at a diagonal across all of those, where every second we're just kind of like falling into the next reality of ourselves. Okay. Yeah, it's real. It's it's real out there, but like. Because, like, I'm experiencing the choice that I just made, but that doesn't mean that in a different timeline I haven't made that choice. So why am I here and not there? Because I don't live time linearly, at least not in the same direction. It's going this way. I'm I'm going across it diagonally. So I'm still moving in the same direction, just kind of different. Okay. And that's, okay. why eventually, that's why eventually we die, is because we run out of timelines. Is it is it funny that I pictured your uh, your your timeline or your like example of time as like a plinko from Price is Right? Like as it hits one thing, it goes to the next, and just 
every decision you make makes you fall fall to a different you. I mean, th- that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, hey, you know what? I, I think that's fair. Uh, I, 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 I would like to, to know how they're going to deal with uh, time consequences, so to speak, in the, the show. So I'm, I'm excited to see where we go. What did chat say that was so hilarious? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Magic Bollocks is just going off about stuff. And then, oh, uh, <clears throat> actually, and yes. then my, my sister jumps in and goes, so I got here just in time. <laughs> oh, what is that? I got here just as this has... 10-speed, I love you, but you're typos, lady. Um, <laughs> so pretty much I got here just in time for this out-of-context Joe Rogan vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, she's talking about you there. I know. I'm a little upset. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, but time travel's fun. And thinking about the concept of time and consciousness and moving through it and constantly just falling forward is wild. And <clears throat> I want a show to make me do that. Where it's like, hold on, what? Because mm-hmm. time travel. I want that in a big way. So then the last thing I wanted to ask is just, you know, without any context of watching the show yet, like, what are the two of you hoping to to get out of this show? I I want a lot of cameos in this one. Oh, okay. I don't know who exactly. I just feel like it's the right show to have a lot of random cameos in. That's fair. I think this would be a good show to have... Deadpool show up and do the first Stan Lee cameo as Deadpool in? <sighs> like Dan Deadpool wearing a Stan Lee outfit? Yeah, so it's it's Deadpool in like a button-up shirt and like the glasses and a mustache. <laughs> but he's in full suit, right? He's just like, why are you here? Somebody has to be. Like it <laughs> um But I also need I need Owen Will uh I almost said Owen Will Smith because that's what chat's been calling him this whole time. Um, <laughs> I need at least three. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, the man says one line oddly and everybody's going to not let him live it down forever. Like it's his, I'll be back. Yeah. And yeah, I want him to I want to I want them to go back in time to the point where Owen Wilson himself is recording his uh skate part for I think it's I think it's ah, which which girl video is it? Would I can't think of it off the top of my head because my references are bad tonight. But going back to when he was recording his section for the girl skateboarding uh, skate video that he was in and he's just like wow that guy shreds <laughs> <laughs> I come here every now and then to, to check that out because that part's so sick like <laughs> uh, I forget that since we're it's, it's, it's Spike was it Spike Jones was it, was that who was making those videos or was it uh, I think so or was it um uh, no uh, Wes Anderson I'm I'm going to look because I honestly don't know. Because I know oh, Wes Anderson puts him in all in Luke and all their Everything. movies and stuff. Yeah, so I don't remember who is the. Okay, 
So it, uh, Owen Wilson was in Yeah Right from 2003. Like, Yeah Right was the skate video he was in. And he has a whole part where he just shreds it for like five minutes, and it's amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they need to do that. 2003, you say? Well, you know what else came out in 2003? Oh, oh no. Here comes. What a segue! <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. that's right. That's what we're all here to talk about. 2003's Daredevil. Uh, before we get talking to it, I want to ask the, both of you, did you watch the theatrical version or the director's cut version? Because I watched the director's cut version. Ooh. Ooh. I, I watched the version that was Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think it was theatrical. I don't know. I, I got it on Prime. Did you, did you see Coolio in the movie? The rapper Coolio. I did not. I don't think so. Then you watch the theatrical version. There is a whole subplot of Matt and Foggy uh, defending Coolio as a murderer throughout the movie that gets cut out in the theatrical version. Uh, It essentially throws more um, uh, dispersion on Matt's powers because both Coolio... You know how in the movie he he's constantly listening to people's heartbeats to see if they're telling the truth or not. Well, Coolio's telling the truth that he didn't kill this person, but the cop who found the gun in Coolio's hand or the character Coolio's playing's hands, his heartbeat doesn't change either. So Matt is kind of going crazy about this whole thing. He's like, how can the both of them be telling the truth? Uh, come to find out not- that. Okay. Uh, the cop has a pacemaker, so it doesn't matter what he does, his heart always beats at the same rate. And that's how he figures it out. So he gets his confidence back at the end. So, of course, this is a part of the movie that they cut out because they don't need it's not needed. Like, Matt figures out, like, he that he he's not the bad guy, he can he can be the good, he can be the hero. Uh, so I just I I felt I I needed to just throw that in there just so you knew that there was a director's cut and there was more uh, subplot that did not make it in. Uh, also, Colin Farrell gets to say I want a fucking costume instead of a bloody costume <laughs> to the Kingpin. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there's that. There we go. <laughs> that made the movie um, for you, didn't it? <laughs> I mean that that made it for me right there. Ten, Ten Speed says we need a new recurring segment on the show called Did You See Coolio? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like in season three, that might be what it is. Instead of what would Tom Cruise play, it would be what would Coolio play? Oh I, I'll, I'm down to play that game right now. <laughs> <laughs> what role should Coolio have played? Uh, okay. I miss Tom Cruise. <laughs> As the biggest... Uh, I feel like thing that came up in conversation over Twitter about this movie, which came out in 2003, the two of you were both quite young when this came out. So, uh, did you go see this in the theater? So, I don't yes, know. <laughs> I did. I went and saw it with friends and, um, I was all of 10 years old. And I, w- I was going to give you a reprieve this week, Mitch, because we already did it on Twitter. But you brought it up. I did. Oh, you're, yeah. I do not remember if I saw I know I saw it because I'm watching it. And I'm like, I've seen this, but I don't know when or how. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it's so like it was repressed, I guess. <laughs> that's fair. It's just that like weird fever dream that you only kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only like vivid thing I remember is when you know he throws the dagger back at or not dagger called back at Electra and she doesn't catch it, which always it probably only remember it because even as a twelve year old that would have driven me nuts. Like really, she didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to remember he's magic, so that's why. <laughs> uh, you also got to remember the best line in the whole movie. It's when he smacks himself in the forehead and says, "Bullseye!" Just bullseye, bullseye. Like I hate you. I, I, <laughs> and everything in me not to just turn it off right there. I mean, this was a different. Colin Farrell this is like I'm still drinking all the time Colin Farrell like I'm uh, showing up to to set blitz to Colin Farrell uh it's it's a different acting for him altogether uh, it's definitely not what you see from him now not saying it was better then I'm just saying it's different chat says the playground scene is insane and bullseye is a treasure <laughs> Bullseye is a treasure. Carolyn Farrell's bull- like Bullseye, Bullseye is a treasure. Uh, the playground scene, even when I watched this back in 2003, I just all I could think to myself is like, this is the slowest fight scene I've ever seen in my life. Like, it is so... I, think, I mean, you gotta t- take into account, this is after we watched The Matrix. And as much as we love The Matrix, mm-hmm. like, some of those fight scenes weren't that quick either, but this was slower than that. And I was just like, yeah. come on. So... So as as Twitter may know, I I watched this with my mom because just for whatever reason now she watches. I have to watch for podcasts with me. <laughs> and that seesaw playground fight scene was when she said, "This is dumb," <laughs> <laughs> and she like then played solitaire on her tablet and half watched the movie. <laughs> she just looked up like, "This is so dumb," and I'm like, "It is." <laughs> I mean, obviously, I would assume it's because since neither actor are in costume at that point, there's nothing to hide their faces. There's no uh, there's no night time. So they had to go slow. They just had to go slow so that because neither one of them are fight or stunt stunt people and, you know, had to uh, had to film it that way. However, I would assume uh, Mark Stephen Johnson would have been able to like make that look a little bit better in post, but I guess not. However, I want to say that I really enjoy the fight scene between Daredevil and Kingpin. Like, I thought that was a great fight scene. At the end of the movie, maybe the the two of yes. you had already checked out so long. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, with the rain and yep. stuff, the yep. blue. Yeah, the, I thought it was a bit heavy on blue, but yes. it was pretty nice scene. Yeah. The yeah. the conveniently placed water so he could see everything the whole time no matter what. Yeah, that's yeah, but but it did look cool. I mean, didn't you know the Kingpin's a huge fan of water running around his room? He he's a water cooled room at all times. Yo, he's that's a big dude. Next level. That is the <laughs> next level. Yeah, air cooling isn't isn't an option for him. He's so he's so beyond a standard AC unit. That boy is water cooled. <laughs> like uh, his phone water cooled. His PC water cooled. His jet water cooled. Him, you get it. <laughs> I mean, I do feel 
sorry for Michael Clark Duncan, like this being like his last film role, I believe before he died. One of the, one of the last, I, I know he was on TV after this, but like, I don't think he was in too many films after this. I could be wrong. Uh, I just, I, I, I really enjoy, like we have to, we have to take into account that this is also the, the movie where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner, you know, supposedly fell in love, uh, eventually breaking up her, him, him and Jennifer Lopez and him, uh, marrying Jennifer Gardner and having kids. And then they break up and he goes back with Jennifer Lopez. Like it's the circle of life. It, we, we have to love it. It's, it's cyclical. uh i also don't care for the the way that they portray um foggy foggy nelson now it is john favreau who we will then go on to create help create the mcu as we know it but his foggy nelson is just so inept and it's it's like that uh, I, I, I get it. We want to make Matt look like the better lawyer, but I just feel like that they did a disservice to that character. Right. Like, he's not an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's he's Matt's partner for a reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I but I don't know if they're trying to make it make it so that he's seen... Well, I guess you all didn't see that scene where he's in the courtroom and he, he keeps fumbling around with the paperwork as he's trying to defend Coolio. Uh, but like he, he can't even figure out like what to say to his, his client that's on the stand and just fumbling around with papers. And he's like, cause Matt didn't show up that day cause he's moping. Uh, because, uh, I, th- I believe it's cause Electra, Electra thinks that he killed her father. Uh, which, oh, right. what do you think of that as a plot point? Like how could she not notice there was another dude on a motorcycle that threw <laughs> the weapon? Yeah, that was dumb. It's very <laughs> dumb. Just roll your eye, dumb. Just oh god. Uh, <laughs> just, I think we I know how Jessica feels about it. <laughs> yeah. So this is the part of the show where I like to put our guest on the spot and say, "Tell yeah. us how you really feel about the movie." You got five minutes to fill. Uh, just really. <laughs> I'm joking. No. 25 minutes. That was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. The, the whole start with like the, the CGI through the city. And I was like, is start of the Spider-Man on Nintendo 64? Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and my mom's like, but it's, you know, it's older. And I'm just like, no, because I think the Matrix came out around now and it looks significantly better. <laughs> The first Matrix happened in 99. Yep, four years prior. Yeah, so I was right. I was like, no, there's no excuse. This is 2003. (laughs) But, like, this is, I mean, this is the third major Marvel movie, if you don't count the two Blade movies at this point. If you count the Blade movies, then it's the fifth, but, like... Uh, We we count the Blade movies. We do, yes, but does Um, the rest of... Do you remember seeing the Marvel, like logo flittering across the screen before uh, blade it happens in this movie yeah but that's because they 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 snub my boy blade out <laughs> of out of the the recognition that he deserves <laughs> this is fair damn you wesley snipes for screwing us out of blade <laughs> uh just pay your taxes <laughs> 
Nope. They're unconstitutional. Not going to pay them. Uh, okay. So what are your biggest gripes for this movie then? Electra. Electra? Just she has no agency. Okay, no. Just the writing in general, like him, the flashback of his past. I think that was decently done. But just the rest of the movie, it was, I don't like movie heroes. And on and the other thing is the show's so great. Mm. And so I've I remember the show more. And although he is kind of mopey in the show, he's not like, Oh my god, get over it, dude in the show. <laughs> like this one's like, Oh my gosh. And it's probably because the show builds up and you understand it has the time to do that. So it's really not fair to compare the show to a movie when it's trying to do the same thing with less time. But I don't know. It's it's not that it was acted really bad. It was just the writing was just, I guess, can't be just cheesy and depressing and just like dumb. Like it's you know being all depressed over Electra dying. Yeah, sure. But like you literally just met her. And she's kind of <laughs> crazy. And what's with those green eyes? Like why are her eyes green? I even looked it up. I didn't see her eyes green in the comic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing in the comics or not. Yeah. I don't know why that happened. Is is Jennifer yeah. Gardner's eyes green? They're not green, are they? No, they're not. It was. It looked like contacts to me. Oh. So I was, just, and it was just very off-putting. I don't know. Just some some of the choices. It just it wasn't a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and yeah, Electra is just so poorly written as like this strong. Bad, like I, I know her from the show where she's like this badass mercenary that gives no shits, and then she's. <laughs> I mean, I would say that that's Frank Miller's fault because that's the way he wrote her when she he was she was killed in that in the the Guardian Devil I believe book. Uh, yeah. Same same way you see her get killed in this, like literally taken from the panel of him of bullseye sticking the side through her chest not going through her the back of her shirt was very interesting yeah it, it, it's only choice. so big <laughs> <laughs> and you know that leather was just almost impenetrable it's very strong it's very yeah, strong right almost. it's if, if only you had covered your whole <laughs> right. Maybe That's the problem with uh, female warrior armor, right? <laughs> I mean, the science has proven that the better armor that you get, the smaller the armor is the and less it covers. That's right. Because it's not even the better the armor, it's just the stronger you get, you need less armor because you're more likely to not get hit. There it is. So... Yeah. Gamers planning. That's that's what that boils down to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching the, this time around, I came to realize, at least for me, that it is it resembles 1989 uh, Batman so much. Like there are parts in this that are so campy and almost right out of that movie. Like I know everybody remembers that movie as being super dark and like. Tim Burton's greatest, but like if you go back and watch Batman and Batman Returns, there's some very campy stuff in that, and I, it, this the, this movie it def, this time around definitely reminded me of that. Nah, I might be I might be in that by myself. Yeah. I, that's all I have to say. I mean, 
I enjoy it for the camp. I feel like they took the campiness of it and like used it to their advantage in Tim Burton Batman. Mm-hmm. This just felt like campy because they didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the way they executed it ended up being campy and they didn't know how to fix it. So like, yeah. if something is campy kind of on purpose... I'm more likely to roll with it because it's like, all right, like we all get it. It's a comic book movie. Ha ha. This is fun. But if you're, if you're sad, depressed hero is ends up just being like campy because they're so like edged out and sad. Like I'm over you. You, That's poor writing. (laughs) No, I, I definitely feel like they, they went with the, this is a comic book movie, so we should definitely do it like this it should be cheesy like there are parts that are super i mean bullseye as a character is just cheese it's all cheese like in this show or in this movie because bullseye in the comic book is just all evil like it's a lot more uh maniacal of a character whereas Mm -hmm. this i mean he's playing darts when you're introduced to him and and he puts the dart into the other dart and he's drinking a beer and he undoes a a paper clip to kill that dude by sticking it in his throat he kills an old lady on the plane like the body count is is ridiculous just just for bullseye like i think that bullseye if we had tweaked him just a little bit could have been the right kind of campy. Mm. Yeah. There was a, a couple things that were just a little bit too on the nose. But, like, uh, you brought it up. Malfoy said it in chat a little bit earlier. Um, when he kills the old lady on the plane with the peanut, he, like, flicks it across the plane and chokes her. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. More yeah, that, of that. That was great. Yeah. I mean, it was evil as hell, but it was a great little scene. Yeah. I mean, the plane was coming to it like they were landing to go from, I'm guessing, the UK to New York. It's a long flight. Like, why did he wait all the way to the end to kill her? Because she just started snoring. (laughs) She just she just now started talking too much. Uh, That's all. I mean, that's just what I, I how I feel like it's it's. It's definitely campy, but it's what we had. Like in 2003, we had X Men, we had Spider Man at this point. Like we, we were ramping up. Fantastic Four was soon to come out. Like, oh, hey, no. we got all these cool, you know, Marvel products, that, uh, yeah, IP that's coming out. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I love this movie, but I can understand anybody coming into it now being like, wow, this is horrible. (laughs) I remember liking it as a kid, but then again, I was 10 and I was like, hell yeah, comic book, superhero, let's go. But now I'm like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, it's just there's too much better now. Yep. I guess. I guess I'm judging very harshly. No, that's, and that's I like fair. the MCU so much, and <laughs> I like that style right much more. Just the mall. <laughs> yeah, Magic Magic Bullocks had the best take on this just now in chat. He said Colin Farrell is the only one who knew what kind of movie he was in. Oh, that's <laughs> that's fair. Like, but that is fair. Ben Affleck apparently is just a huge fan of the character in general. Like. He doesn't read show. 
Uh, I mean, I think it does. I think he keeps he keeps the idea of of Matt Murdock pretty pretty going pretty well. I it's just it the the um, the uh, what they could make back then and what they were probably given a, a uh, budget of is different than what we they would have given it today. Obviously, when we look at the TV show, yeah. You know what this movie was missing? What's that? <clears throat> Matt Damon. <laughs> I feel like Matt Damon would have been good as uh, Kingpin's like right hand man, the one uh, Owen. Yeah, character would have been great. Yeah, would have been great. Yeah, but if we have Ben Affleck, why isn't Matt Damon? <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point the two of them were trying to do things separately so that they weren't always cast together. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get the Vince Vaughn mean, like, like Owen Wilson thing. But it works for them. It does work it's for great. them. They got them an I, Oscar. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. I don't think anybody's mad about it. I think it's an ego thing. Like, Goodwill Hunting is great. (laughs) However, I do want to talk about this cast. Because you have Ben Affleck, who eventually goes on to be Batman. You have Jennifer Gardner, Colin Farrell, Michael Clark Duncan, Jon Favreau, Ellen Pompeo, like pre-Grey's Anatomy, Joe Pantaleone, uh, Eric Avari, who plays uh, Nachios, um... Oh, Kevin Smith shows up in this movie. There's all kinds of like Easter eggs about a bunch of different comic book writers. Bendis, Casada, uh, Miller. They're all named in this. Um, the only person I really didn't care for was the young Matt. Like that young actor just chewed up the scenery for me. <laughs> just was not good. And his bully was played by uh, uh Tony Soprano's kid from The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his uh, name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went back and watched the Cinema Sins after just because, like, I like to do that uh. if I can find it to see if, like, maybe I had the same kind of beef that they did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But their take on on the bully kid was like, "Oh, look, it's the kid who only got the role because of he was in The Sopranos." <laughs> <laughs> um. Getting caught up on chat here. Malfoy says uh, Matt Damon should have been Electra. Okay, uh-huh. I'm I'm here for that. Okay. Um, then they're just kind of talking back and forth about like who was in it. Uh, but they did point out something to me that I wanted to bring up here is that John Favreau had a great 2003. What else did he do in 2003? Yeah, what else? Elf. Oh, oh, oh he he did then. Yeah, so he had a he had a great 2003. <laughs> Elf came out when I was 12? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'm over here going, no way. It just makes me think Mitch is just going like, oh god. Oh god. <laughs> we're not going to talk about how old I was in 2003. Uh, no, Mitch, we're going to. So this movie came out February 14th, 2003. This was my birthday movie because my birthday is on the 19th and I was turning 21. So I got to go see this movie and go out and drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You had to go drink just enough to forget this movie. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, gosh. It was like I said, this was this is a, a nice nostalgic movie for me. I enjoy it. But it's not. I know it's not a good movie, and people don't don't like it all that much. Most people don't like it. I think. Were it, you drinking before you saw it? Uh, no, yeah. I would have went drinking after the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
so maybe the Makes the sense. retroactive like brain cell yeah. killing is what helps. But uh, it could, uh, it could Magic Bullocks took a girl to the movie. It was a date. Hey, he oh. said that uh, that it was not a good date movie. <laughs> I wouldn't think it would be. <laughs> no. It would not be. Uh, I hope she stuck around after watching that movie with I, him. I don't know. That feels like a red flag to me. How was your first date? We went to see Daredevil. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, what would you like to see in this movie show up in future uh, MCU movies? I c- wouldn't mind if... In Loki, when he's jumping around through time, if he jumped into these past Marvel movies that have absolutely nothing to do with the MCU, I think that would be hilarious. Yes, the sandbag (laughs) scene. That would be great. Who does that? That was like just a random room. Like it wasn't like it was a gymnasium. It was like a ballroom. What I always find interesting about that too. All over that wood floor. What I always find interesting about that too is that she obviously set up those sandbags herself. So it's not like she didn't know where they were going to be at. So (laughs) you you took all the time to set all them up. You knew where they're at. And then you just walked in the room and started stabbing them. That's it. I'm angry. (laughs) I'm going to set up this elaborate sandbag thing. Be angry, stab them, and then be angry. Cleaning up all this freaking sand for the rest of my life would few hours but still but still I'm, I'm, I'm sure she got she got their butler to do it uh, that's just rude though <laughs> just don't do that so um garrett says that uh he would love to see bullseye fight hawkeye i mean as the mc move forward ooh, if yes, they ever got around cool. and mark this one off on your uh your your journey into mystery bingo card, Garrett. If they ever got around to doing Dark Avengers, Bullseye is the one that becomes Hawkeye. So the two of them going against each other would be pretty awesome as Hawkeye. That'd be great. Talk, talking about journey to mystery bingo, I am too lazy to make a bingo card. <laughs> so anybody who's not too lazy, if you want to go ahead and just tweet at Mitch and I, we can give you the things that we say for a bingo card, and I just need you to arrange it for me. Thank you. That's, that's all I have to say. About I think that. you'd be interested in knowing that I know of a certain person that is already working on that for us. Oh, then, uh, never oh. mind. Well, scratch that. <laughs> if, if it's who I think it might be, it's going to be great. Uh, that means it's either it's it's either case because case puts way more effort into we into our show than we do, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or it's uh, it's the one and only peppermint gentleman. And if it's the, if it's pep, it's going to look fantastic and it's going to be hilarious. It's not neither one of those. So there you oh, go. Oh wow, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm upset. Mitch, this is my two weeks. Oh, uh, <laughs> you don't you don't get. To, I'm you, not gonna. Sh- Two weeks? We, we we got like four weeks until Black Widow comes out. You can't quit before Black Widow. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you're just as invested in this as I am. That was a test. I'm, I'm proud of you. You passed. It, it, it is actually four weeks. Today, as we record this, is June 9th. It comes out July 9th. We we have it. It's, it's going to be. Black Jessica, Widow. I'm sorry you had to, I'm sorry you had to be here for, for that fight. That was very unprofessional. Um... <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm very sorry. It's, we're family. It's fine. <laughs> we're family. 
<laughs> uh, it's all in the network. <laughs> so wait, what is it that you'd love to see come uh, come from this that would show up in the MCU in the in the future phases? Um, I think it would be great if we got a a revisit and a rework of the playground scene, the playground fight. Scene. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Uh, yes, I would love that. And yeah. both both Malfoy and Magic Bollocks really want more Evanescence. Oh. Uh, that was going to be mine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was just going to say more music videos in general. <laughs> Is Evanescence still a thing? Are they still together? Um, let me see when the last time they put music out was. When was the last time they toured? She, I thought she went solo. Like last year, maybe. No clue. Oh, she had a kid. I can't remember. <laughs> so well, more music videos, Jessica. All right. Well, I think she took a break because. Oh, she okay. To, like, race. like, I didn't know yeah. having a kid changed your vocal range. Actually, I'm sure it does. Actually, it does. I didn't bit. know that. It changes everything. Really. You say, it puts I your mean, body through fair, something. And now I feel like a turd for making the joke, but like. <laughs> Uh, and then our other question, what's the toy that you would love to see come from this movie? I want the, the sandbag t- t- playset. <laughs> <laughs> Stole Jessica's again. Yes. Mm. The sandbag dojo. That's right. You two oh, kids can play with your own dojo that has sand everywhere. The like five story organ from the church. Just that would be awesome. It was ridiculously huge. <laughs> and they kept breaking it. And I was like, that stuff is not easy to replace, guys. <laughs> this church cannot afford it. What of it. Don't care. One of the scenes I hate the most <laughs> in that movie is the part where Bullseye kicks that stained glass window out and catches all the pieces and then throws it at Daredevil. I'm like, that just looks horrible. Ridiculous. Well, my whole thing was he threw them all at the same level. Like, just just own and up. Yeah. Down. You don't just go straight. You're never going to hit him. Nope. He's just going to go like he did. Like, just <laughs> down and then up. Just all over, dude. Your name's Bullseye. Come on. <laughs> he was just so upset at that point. Uh, so, my answer uh, was going to be the church catwalk playset with cult, like with destroyable like the stained glass window that breaks <laughs> um, and it, it comes with both of them it comes with bullseye and daredevil but whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> um garrett wants a playground playset um, Malfoy said a Lego playset of killing the granny on the plane, but it needs to have the spring tech, like the spring technology that they tried in the early 2000s with all the Legos. Um, yeah. I mean, that would have so, made I that, think these are great toys. That would have made sense to put it right in there. Yeah. Uh, that would have made sense. Uh, <laughs> the, the Kevin Smith coroner playset. Yes. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a coat. <laughs> His his hammy like fucking coroner named Kirby of all people was just it was just so outrageous it it, it was so he hammy to name himself huh 
Do you think he got to name himself? Uh, you know, I'm sure that he told the the director, like, hey, you should really name the character Kirby. That'd be a great idea kind of thing. But like I said, they had oh, they had man. Easter eggs for a bunch of different people. Uh, what did you... Th- like, I honestly loved the interpretation of Daredevil's radar sense in this movie. Like, I liked how it looked. Uh, I know you mm-hmm. said earlier that it was way yeah. too much blue, but... Um, I just I just thought in general that it was it it was a good representation of what it would look like. Obviously his 360 vision could have been done better, but like I just thought the idea was good. I liked the like the example they gave pretty early on when he was chasing the dude before he murdered him with a train. Um and he like hit the the subway track and it like echoed down the thing so that's how he could see. Mhm. Yeah. I liked that as like a good representation of like how he sees and how he uses sound that way. Yeah, it was good. The initial scene where he first got it when he woke up in the hospital was really cool. With the bus coming right right through the hospital the room. The bus coming, like his brain trying to learn how to interpret the information. Yeah, was fascinating to me because it really would have been very difficult for his brain to work that out. So <laughs> at his age, so. I'm surprised that we didn't get this movie was jam packed with a lot of weird, interesting decisions, but I'm surprised that we didn't have like a stick character. That's true. So once we get a mentor character, once you get to uh, uh, Electra, which is the next movie Jessica is going to be joining us for, you'll get to see excited stick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. So as we start to wrap up, if there's anything last that chat would like to talk about for this movie, uh, please start chiming in now. But Jessica, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter. It's JM Bailey writes. And all four different shows that she is a part of on Geekly Media. (laughs) (laughs) And Ian, where can people find you? Hi, I'm Ian. If you want to find me, then you're here on Wednesday. Congratulations, you found me. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know, we record this live on Twitch every Wednesday at 7 o'clock-ish, give or take a couple minutes. Um, and come on by. It's a great time. I've been reading chat all night and la- cracking myself up with half of the stuff I haven't shared. Um, <laughs> but you can find me twitch.tv slash Ianflux. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Ianflux12. And on Instagram at Ian Flux. That is I A N F L U X. And on Twitter, I A N F L U X, the numbers one, two. And if you ask really nicely, Mitch will tell you where they can where, where he can be found, but you have to ask really nicely. I'll wait. There it is. All right, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M-G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekleetmedia.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Media for exclusive material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. Is there any last-minute chat? So, Garrett just said in all caps, just, Thunderbolts! 
<laughs> um, I think he. I think he needs it for his bingo card. Uh, <laughs> I mean. If we could get one person from this this movie to be in the Thunderbolts, uh, it would be cool if we could get like battling Jack the Devil Murdoch. Like I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Don't know why he would be on the Thunderbolts, but I'm sure he committed. A, he got caught and had to go to jail a couple of times. So there you go. Right, like no problem. There it is. Um, yeah, and we already did the Patreon thing, but you know. It could be an overtime that we have to discuss mm-hmm. Muppet Avengers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> go go do the thing because I really want to have that conversation, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. But that's it. That's that's the last little bit that I have. So until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. <laughs> This concludes our broadcast. Beep.